Today is Friday, August 4th, 2023, and you're listening to the Ask a Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Nate. I didn't think about that for a minute. I'm like, oh, I thought today was Thursday. I had the day wrong. Oh, my goodness. Time for the weekend. Woohoo! All right. So today we have a, we have a little bit of a Christian fun hour. Um, I, I get a later start than normal, so uh, the people are caught off guard. They're like, what? I thought you weren't here today. I'm like, I wasn't, but here I am now. So anyway, it's a little bit of a different discussion. So we start out, we actually do have some Bible questions. We talk about Luke uh, 9:27 about you'll not taste death. Some of these people won't taste death till they see the kingdom of heaven or this kingdom of God come. And then we talk to, oh, goodness, the stupid, it burns. Um, how people cannot function. They cannot have a conversation. They trip over them their own selves. They put, like, stumbling blocks in front of them, and then they trip headlong over them. So, I, I you know, check out the Ask a Christian book, available on Amazon, free to read with the Kindle Unlimited subscription. But, uh, you know, despite our best efforts, the standard is to have civil, respectful discussions with people, um, you know, no matter what. And if we can't do that, we usually just end the conversation, right? Because the goal is not to get yelling, screaming at matches, which, you know, we usually don't. That is not my thing. But, um, you know, I, I kind of hit a little bit of a breaking point with this dude. Um, he's just like, well, oh, thinking themselves wives, they became fools. Um, oh, my goodness. Just listen. Um, it doesn't last very long because my bandwidth is very short for this guy. But, um, you know, it's like, why do you believe in God? I'm like, oh, you know, subjective evidence, blah, blah, blah. Just kind of going through the, the generic starter conversation. Like, you know, you're probably wanting me to pull God out of heaven and throw him at your feet. I can't do that. So, you know, it's it's largely subjective reasoning. I understand. I'll give you that. Um, we can get deeper into what that means. But before I do, he's just like, you don't know anything about philosophy. What's your philosophical inference rules? I'm like, oh, my gosh. I just said subjective reasoning. There you go. That's your answer. It's like, what's your philosophical standpoint? What is your starting philosophical nuance for this? I'm like, oh, you don't need philosophy. Anyway, so I like have a little bit of a brain break because people thinking they're so wise are foolish like you don't have to believe the bible you should but even if you don't goodness you have to see this and, and in case you didn't believe it, in case you needed evidence like turn the mirror around bro this is you you can't have a conversation with someone because you're trying to be so scholarly and esoterically high-minded in your little like echo chamber youtube philosophy cult um that you can't have an actual conversation it's like answer the question is it x or y the axis of your philosophical inference i'm like subjective experience that's your answer so figure out whatever philosophical plane that goes on and you know talk to the goblins in your head and come up with an answer like i i, I ah anyways um anyways <laughs> so I promise we have civil dialogue. We do. It's a thing. We, we, it happens. Anyway, so after that, uh, some of the usual suspects, Chris, uh, there's a couple Chris's, um, regular Chris, Calvinist Chris, and uh, Arminian and Steph show up, and we just we just have fun. Like, the questions kind of die out. Clubhouse is sleepy, I guess. So we, we just have some fun, funny, and fruitful banter back and forth uh, in a Christianish light. So anyways, it's a little bit of a fun episode, especially the latter half. Um, the first part, you see Nate, like, hit his limit a little bit. Who is I? So we're going to talk about myself in the third person. Anyways, Nate is going to go now, but Nate would like to uh, let you know to, um, as he said, check out the Ask a Christian book on Amazon, check out the Ask a Christian store, grab a t-shirt, support the podcast, support civil dialogue. <laughs> Maybe I should put a caveat, unless someone talks about philosophical nonsense, 
and it makes me sound like a like a, a troglodyte or something. I, I don't have a problem with philosophy. It's useful, but only for what it's useful for. So in theology, it only goes so far before it just becomes ridiculous. And you're like, anyways. Uh, anyway, what else was I going to tell you? Share these links, please. Share these links. Maybe not this one, but share most of our links. Just kidding. This is a, this is a good one. It's a little bit of a different day. Um, and you can always donate and keep us going. Uh, bandwidth is not free. Uh, neither is equipment and the stuff that it takes to broadcast this. So any donation and help is appreciated. Thank you for your support. And if you'd like to support us live in your discussion and ask your questions or share your Christian-based knowledge um, and answer some questions, there is a Clubhouse link. You can click on that and join. Um, you know, you've been warned. <laughs> so these are the type of conversations you'll, you'll meet and people. Uh, they're not always as tame as this room. Anyway, so uh, if you would like to join us live, do that. You're more than welcome. And you can send an email to us about anything at askachristianclub at gmail.com. So take care. Have an awesome weekend. Hello. Hey, what's up, Chris? Not much. Anything on your mind? Oh, well, I, I saw the uh, the title of the room, and it said Ask a Christian. Can I ask a question about uh, Scripture? Sure. Um, it's, it's to do with um, Luke 9.27. Okay. What about Luke nine twenty seven? I just want to know uh, what does it mean. If I can spell Luke with an E instead of a three. What's I just now? want to know why you believe in God. I mean, I don't see why we need to believe in God to explain. Well, uh, so I I will tell you, I think some people can be a good moral person without the belief of a God, but other people may need a God to wait their turn to speak. Excuse me. Because you're interrupting when I'm talking to Chris. Uh, 27. Yeah, settle uh, down there, buddy. Okay. Well, I'd like to have a conversation, but, you know, just hang out in the audience, and I'll be happy to bring you back if you can hold it together for a couple minutes. Uh, Chris, um, John 927. Luke Is that right? 927. Oh, right. Luke 927. But when I tell you truly, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. Um, and so I, I always re read the very next thing about the tra transfiguration. So there are other people I've heard who have wildly different Christian takes on what this means. Um, so just know that there are others. But I prefer yes. just to read the very next verse. So whenever you won't taste death until you see the kingdom of heaven, if you read like the next couple of sentences, it talks about about eight days after these things, he took Peter and John. So some of those standing there and James went up to the mountain to pray. As he was praying, he saw the, uh, his face was altered. He tr saw him transfigured. He sees Moses, Moses and Elijah, and he hears God speaking out of heaven. This is my son. Do what he says. So I think at, at like the lowest possible example, they could see the kingdom of, of kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. Like they, they can see that they get a glimpse of people who are in the kingdom of God. Moses and Elijah, they hear the voice of God calling out from the heavens. So I think it, even though other people will have different takes of that verse, like maybe some here that can weigh in in a minute, um, I think that can easily be fulfilled in, in like the next three verses. Okay. That's what I, I think mean, that means. Well, I appreciate that. I always like asking because to me, I always look at kind of literally. Do you understand what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I take it literally. Like uh, I'm, I'm not to not to be pedantic, but I mean, you know, I tell you truly, there are some standing here, the, the Peter, John, and James, presumably. Uh, so literally, they are standing there uh, who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. 
So eight days later, like just over a week later, they literally go with Jesus who told them they won't taste death till they see the kingdom of God. And as he was praying, he, you see Jesus transfigured. He becomes like, you know, white and radiant and they can't, they can't stare at him. And then you see Moses and Elijah. And then Peter goes out of his way and, you know, is like, oh, should I build a tent for them? So, I mean, I don't have a problem with that saying that's seeing the kingdom of God. Like they're getting a glimpse of the kingdom of God, literally. Like people in the kingdom of God, the abode of God are visible to him right there. Um, so I, I take that literally. Hmm. Well, I mean, well, thank you for telling me because I've always had a problem with that verse because I know there's also a similar verse in Matthew as well because I always took it to mean like, hey, before you guys die, the kingdom of earth is going to be on heaven and like, you know, hey, we're done. You know what I mean? I, I do. And I can't remember. Uh, I don't know, Sean, or if anyone else can can help me remember the other Christian takes. I know Chris Ra had a, another wildly different take and i don't know if that was talking about the crucifixion and the resurrection um but i, I know there are other christian takes but again I, I think that that is fulfilled uh for me personally in just the next couple of verses okay well like i said i appreciate it like i because i i grew up in the south so i was always around baptists and stuff and they the way i was always explained to me especially when i was a kid was like that passage and, and also the one in matthew which is basically the same thing is like, hey, that's going to be like the fulfillment of like in Revelation. So I was like, okay, well, if that's the case, then why are those guys still alive? You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally get that. And, you know, I think that's perfectly reasonable. Um, and and it would have more weight on that, except when you read the next couple sentences of what happened eight days later. And it's like, okay, well, you know, you want to jump to Revelation. You want to jump to like the end of days and like, you know, the afterlife and all this. But maybe that's that's pulling the trigger too soon because this could be fulfilled, you know, just like the people, um, the Pharisees, when he says, you know, tear this temple down in three days, I'll, I'll rebuild it. And, and, you know, they want to jump to, how are you going to physically rebuild a temple in three days? It took us a long time and a lot of money, but he was talking about his resurrection. So the temple was torn down, you know, the veil was split and the temple was earthquaked. Um, and then it was rebuilt, meaning the, himself resurrected. So I believe no. Uh, Sorry, I, I, I dropped my phone for a second. I didn't hear what you said. I apologize. <laughs> um, I was saying, I, I think another example like that would be like when Christ dies and he says, uh, you know, tear this temple down in three days, I'll build it up again. And they say, how? How can you rebuild a temple? Like it took us tons of time to build. But he was talking about his resurrection. So I think it's similarly like we want to jump to, oh, in three days, you're going to build a nice, shiny physical temple. But that's not what Jesus meant. He meant tear this down. You know, there's an earthquake, the veil torn in half, the temple split. But when he was resurrected, that's what he meant by I'll rebuild this temple. So I think it's one, it's similar. I mean, it's not the same. It's a completely different story, but it's one of those type things or like literary devices. So, you know, you want to jump. You're like, well, the kingdom of God. Um, but does that really have to be, uh, you know, heaven, the new heaven, the new earth, like living with God for all eternity? Or can it be like, well, they saw kingdom of God or it's even like John the Revelator, right? Like you could say, if you, if, even if you don't like the, the eight days later part um, in Revelation, John had not tasted death until i mean he was captured up into the third heaven like you know he saw all these things like no one can say he didn't he didn't witness and experience the kingdom of god um you know with all of his visions and like lifted up and the angels and talking to him so you know i mean there's like several different ways that that can easily be fulfilled um i happen to think you know the the more most immediate one checks that box i, I feel you know i appreciate you explaining it to me because like to me like i never it's really hard for me to understand like what is supposed to be a metaphor, what's supposed to be taken literally. 
So like a lot of it, I just kind of washed my hands of it after a while because like I don't really understand all this. It doesn't really make no sense to me. And so just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, and I mean, I, I take the, I mean, I take the Bible literally unless it like explicitly tells you not to. Like when it's like Jesus tells the parable of something, I'm like, okay, well, it's a parable. It tells us. But but yeah, I mean, I for all those examples, right? Like the actual kingdom of God, literally. John and his visions, literally. He he was caught up to this third heaven or whatever. Um, or is that Paul that said that? Anyways, John and his visions, the entire 21, two chapters, 22 chapters, whatever, of Revelation. Mm-hmm. And then these. So I think, uh, yeah, so I think literally all three of these can be fulfilled and they can all be fulfilled in a literal way uh, because they physically saw these things and experienced these things. Okay. I mean, so like, um, I, don't, I don't mean to be like nitpicky or anything, but like, Say I don't know, Jonah and the whale. It, like, is that was that a literal story? To, like, was there actually a dude named Jonah who literally got swallowed by a giant fish and lived in the belly and all that stuff? Was that literal or was that more just metaphorical? In your opinion, I think that's literal. Okay. And, and I mean, and, and I mean, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be hard to fathom, right? Like, the only hard thing to fathom would be what are, what are the chances of a giant fish? I mean, we know there's like you know big sea creatures that can easily house a human host or, or a human inhabitant like it if humans can easily fit inside some of these things so whether it's an incredibly large grouper or you know a whale and then someone's like oh what's technically not fish oh my gosh come on pharisee um so i mean there's plenty of like sea creatures that can house a human uh the the hardest part to believe is the human would be in the right place at the right time for that to happen and then you know if you bring god into the picture it's like okay well if god wants this guy to be swallowed by a big fish to learn a lesson well he can certainly do that um anyway yeah so I, I think that is literal okay well, i guess for me because like i remember like because i always love science and i especially love biology it's not so much that you know i can't get swallowed by a big fish it's more of like how are you going to survive inside you know what i mean like you, how are you going to be breathing and stuff inside of just the belly of a fish without getting like dissolved in acid <laughs> well you know i'm not sure I'm, I'm not sure what the the acid ratio of you know different varying sea creatures are um, well, I mean, first, again, I mean, I don't want to be a cheap answer, but I mean, you know, God, but regardless, yeah. I mean, I mean, who knows, like, I don't know how long it would take for, uh, for a fish to dissolve, uh, the skin of like a, a fully grown oh. human. Um, <laughs> there's just no way of knowing that. Real um, quick. Uh, yeah. Who's that? Chris. And then I, pr- I told Jordan I'll yes, bring sir. it back. So go ahead, Marcus. No, Chris, you, um, you're in the South, yes, right? Yes, sir. I am. All right. Um. You, you watch a lot of news or you don't watch a lot of news? Uh, I mean, I probably I did when I was younger, but as I've gotten older, I've kind of just, it's so depressing now. I really, I try not to watch it as much as I used to. Okay, oh, you're, you're an older gentleman. That's even better. So, um, so I'm you, a you, you No, you're an older gentleman. You're an older gentleman. Oh, yeah, okay. Sorry, I'm a little hard to hear too, yeah. I'm 45. How old are you? I'm, I'm, right, I'm, I'm right behind you. There you go. So, you know... Uh, you heard about the kids? You, you heard about those kids that survived in the Amazon forest? That was crazy. Yeah, the plane crash in the Amazon. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, right. That was crazy. I mean, and, and how long they lived? They're they making a movie on it. I mean, they, man, they really yeah. should make a movie on it. It's amazing. Um. So what I'm saying is, extraordinary stories happen all around us all the time. <clears throat> yes. You know. And and so you know, this is it. This this is another extraordinary story, Jonah. 
Um, people have tried to uh, say uh, the city never existed, and we've we've found and archaeologists archaeologists have found the coins for the city of Nineveh. And yeah. you know what you know what it depicts? A man with a fish. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, <laughs> I yeah. did not know I did not yeah. know that. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh that's, yeah. that's uh, and, and for a long time uh, skeptics said it, it didn't exist because what happens is that when Jonah preaches to them and they repent, two hundred years after that, uh, they fall again and God wipes them out completely. And um, he wiped them out so much that a lot of people didn't. Alexander the Great went looking for the city of Nineveh. He couldn't find it. Um, and so for a long time, they said, oh, it didn't exist. The story never happened. You know, how could a man, you know, all the same questions, you know, everyone asks. You know, it's, it's, uh, but, it, you know, it's just, it's, a, it's an extraordinary story. Like the children in the Congo. It's like, you know, it's like, I, I don't understand what people, you know, um, have such problems with, uh, you know, stories in the Bible because there's well, a lot I mean, of I guess I can only speak for myself, honestly, but, um, I mean, it's just, I mean, we, we, everybody's heard a tall tale now and again. I mean, I think of, uh, like Paul Bunyan, for example, like there was a giant, like, I mean, I could dude think with a big blue orcs. Yeah. Um, Smollett, um, two, two <laughs> white mega guys at Chicago in the 60 degree. 60 below degree weather, right? Yeah, in the mega country, in Chicago mega country. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of that too, but you know. Well, I did, uh, Jordan, thank you for your patience. What's up now? I just want to know, Nate, um, like why you believe in God? I just, I don't see any reason. Like, I, I don't know why you believe in it. I don't believe in him. I just, maybe I'm cursed, but uh, I don't think I need to. I don't think, think everything can be explained without uh, God. So why do you, why do you care if he well, believes in God or not? I'm just I mean, curious in, as to how he thinks, like what is so it's powerful that finally revealed to me um, <laughs> also by, you know, reading the Bible. So, I mean, I'd say it, it's reading a book, but you know, the other part for me is this spiritual revelation, like, you know, something snapped, like I did what the book said and, you know, found God, like surprise, right? Like the Bible says, Hey, be humble, be sincere, seek God and you'll find God. And, you know, I'm, I'm convinced I have a fairly decent head on my shoulders. And while pitfalls like brainwashing and cognitive dissonance and all these other things are possible, um, you know, I, I don't fall prey to them typically in any other aspect of my life. So, you know, I don't think that's thing. I think that's something that's been tried and checked and no, like I did what the Bible said and you know, it's been spiritually revealed. Like I, I just like, it's like another sense, like these eyes have yeah. been open and I'm just like, huh, how about that? Like, well, the I thing is like, this God. sounds like, um, to me, like basically if we think back in like the medieval era, for example, it sounds like kind of the same sort of, um, idea that they use when they were just like, Oh, you know, we believe in God because we've been like spiritually revealed this this revelation that we have. And if you don't have it, then, uh, you know, you, you, you don't have it. So you don't know what it's like. And we believe in God because we have it. You just have to read the Bible and you'll eventually have it. And then they, there's all these like stories and like they have these like profound experiences. But the point is that like we can't confirm it because it's something that's just happening. 
in your mind and maybe other people say they have similar experiences but again it's just happening in their mind or whatever so i think after that era you know we sort of um had the enlightenment where we say oh yeah now you need you know we're not just going to take that anymore you kind of need to give us a reason to believe in god otherwise your position your belief in god is like a bit irrational if you can't give a reason argue for it with any force you just have to say, well, I have an irrational belief in God. Well, so what's I, your I reason? That, well, well, that's incorrect. First of all, I think it was Aaron Ra, peace be upon him, who likes to say, if you can't show it, you don't know it. And then he immediately like owns himself in lots of things he says and espouses that he can't show. Um, so are we to believe he doesn't know it because he can't show it? No, there's perfectly valid points like about religious people or non-religious secular topics he says that are valid but he can't show it. Uh, so what that means is that statement would be incorrect. So no, you can have perfectly rational views. Like I've had these sub subjective experiences and you know, because of X, then Y. Um, so it can be perfectly rational. That doesn't mean it's true or false. It just means it can be perfectly rational. Um, if you say, you know, you have a, ra a belief for just reason that's absolutely insane, that still could be true. It doesn't speak to whether it's true or false, but it can be irrational. Um, so, I mean, uh, to say like, you know, people that believe in a God or higher power, religion or Jesus um, is automatically irrational. Uh, you can't say that there's another layer. Perhaps well, it's no, you're attacking a straw man. You're attacking a straw man because, number one, I never uh, quote. I never made the claim that you quoted from Aaron Raw at all. And all I'm trying to do is get you to either concede that your belief in God is irrational or give the reason for your belief in God. Regardless if it's true. I, I, mean, I you just I gave me. my reason. No, you didn't. I already Okay, X, let me... he, said, he said because of X, then Y. That's not that's not an inference rule. What type of inference rule is that? Do you remember the very first thing I said when you said... Can you answer the question? Jordan Messer is... Uh, he's in Can you answer the question? Now. What type of inference rule is that? Go ahead. What kind of inference rule is that? Can you rewind like three minutes ago? Whenever I'm talking about Aaron Ra in his conversation and I'm talking about X and Y or whatever, that was very general and generic. That's not what I mean when I said I answered your question. No, you didn't. What I mean when I said I answered your question is when I literally answered your question before any of that. Okay, Remember so you're dodging. Said, you're dodging. What kind of inference rule is it? It's very simple. If you can't. Thanks for playing. So uh, forget inference rule. Oh my gosh. This is like the third dumbest conversation I've heard in three days. Listen, forget inference rule. Here is the reason. Subjective experience has been imparted to me. There you go. You tell me what rule that is. It doesn't matter. It's a non-issue. Like, oh my goodness. Thinking themselves wise, they became fools. It's like, hey, what time is it? Oh, bro, the time's 320. What kind of inference rule is that? Answer the question. It's 320. What kind of inference rule is that? It's 3 freaking 20. Oh my goodness. Repent lest you die in your sins. Chris, I'm about to get that. Uh, I'm about to like walk around the street with that like billboard. That's just like repent. The end is near. Like I, I absolutely get it. I bet the people that do this were like college professors and like academics and like well-respected PhDs about religion or whatever. And and then like something is broke from all these like dumb college kids who want to sound and use big terminology, but they're sniveling like, what's the inference rule? What's the inference rule? And they're just like they snapped. And they're like, you know what? None of this matters. It's all it's all folly. Repent. The end is near. That that's Bro. the answer. Turner Barn. Yeah, he's a look. He came up here to troll you. He he's an Eastern Orthodox. He he or he claims to be a Christian, right? He came up here. Now it's clear to me that he's not a Christian. Like doing that just for the fun of it, playing devil's advocate, just to like, uh, you know, I don't well, know, well, have well, fun and right, troll. But, I don't know, but like he well, he claims to be a Christian. 
Okay. Well, well so trolling you... is fine. Like, I don't mind trolling, but you can't be like, like you, you can't be intentionally that dumb. Like, like if you want to troll and you're like a, a pleasant troll, that's fine. I'll entertain trolls. We do it all the time. But I mean, like, that is so ah, out of touch with reality. Anyway, how's your day going? <laughs> uh, it's okay, I guess. How's your, how's your guys' day, day going? Well, I wanted people to talk to and, you know, care for what you wish for. I mean, you can bring that dude back up. I'm sure he's going to be a solid interlocutor. Do we have anyone else first? <laughs> Chris, how's your day been? I, I popped in that room you were in earlier and you guys were just talking about, like, I don't know, stuff that made my brain kind of melt a little bit. Oh, uh, we were just helping out a new apologist, um, this kid Sky, really oh. nice, and um, he just had a lot of questions about the hypostatic union, and so we went into, me and Tyler actually went into quite a bit of depth on that. <laughs> I don't know philosophy. I don't know. Anyone want to anyone wanna tell people my general thought or respect for philosophy? Hang on. Better yet, why in the room where people come to ask about what Christianity is, would philosophy even enter into someone's thought. Sure, we use it, it's around, it has implications, but if the ultimate point is repent, believe the gospel, ask Jesus to save you, forgive you, give you eternal life, what kind of philosophy degree plays a part in regurgitating that from the Bible? None. So, I mean, if that's the point, it's like, hey, I know your ultimate point has nothing to do with uh, mathematics, but unless you have your PhD in physics, um, we don't care. I'm like, oh my goodness. So, you know, if I was trying to, if I was trying to be the philosopher of our day, I may need to know a thing or two about it. Um, that is not my goal. And not only is that not my goal, um, I, I don't know. What, what do I think about philosophy generally? Sorry to all you philosophers. <laughs> uh, well, when you have like, when they say ask a Christian, presumably a lot of the people you're attracting are asking these harder questions because things about Christian doctrine, like, Things about Christian doctrine have philosophical implications, like I said that. <laughs> God incarnating, right? And so they're going to ask those types of questions. And you, if you're going to defend those things or have a platform to do to talk about like Christian doctrine and how it's understood, you're going to end up having to talk about that, even though it may not be your favorite subject. Um, you know what I mean? So. In a oh, broad sense, yeah, I, but I think I, what I, Nate's referring to, though, is like the people who memorize 800 terms out of the Stanford Encyclopedia and just want to lay all of the philosophical terms on you all the time. Well, I mean, it's it runs contrary to biblical principles, right? So, and and it's, I mean, you know, doing this like freaking 13 years, yeah, we have some philosophical discussions, I get it, but I don't like it because from, from my standpoint, like, while it may, like Chris said, in the, it broadly get to philosophy, as deep as some people go, like, it, it turns into, like, hard solipsism more than it does not. Like, I, I wish I was, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Well, maybe I'm going to die, I don't know. But a lot of times, it turns into, like, hard solipsism. And it's like, okay, great. What does this have to do with the resurrection of Jesus? Um, and, and I'm sure there would be a philosophical answer for that. But, I mean, by the time it gets so esoteric and you have to be in this world and you have to, like, you know, know all these terms and then the people memorizing these terms, like, am I wrong? I don't want to, like, make, make fun of a guy in a wheelchair type thing. But it's like if you could be like, 
reasonable or, or sound remotely, not like a robot. And you're like, well, um, you know, this philosophical point you're making, I understand that. But, you know, what is the inference you're trying to do with this thing? But instead, it's just, it sounds like just this, ah, I don't, Chris, how can I say it? Um, like, like just this person who is a robot just paraphrasing something they, they watched on YouTube. And it's like, oh, it's like micro machines. They just like snibble out this drivel without like thinking. It's like if we had a video of people, you'd see their eyes just like short circuiting. They barely know what they're saying, yet they're spitting it out because they've memorized it. And it's like none of this, none of this has anything to do with repent and believe the gospel, right? Like the Bible talks a lot about it. So Tyler, help me. No, maybe I got rid of him because he likes philosophy. Um, but, you know, when it talks about man's wisdom versus things that are spiritually discerned. So when we talk about like, you know, divine concepts or deep doctrinal things, you can have a philosophical conversation until we're, we're all dead or non-existent um, and you're not going to get anywhere. Like the claim of the Bible that I believe because we see it over and over and over and it becomes more and more rational, by the way, because we see it proven positive uh, over and over. Like you can talk until you're blue in the face. People are not going to get certain things without this supernatural God giving them the ability to receive this stuff. They just aren't. And for the longest time, I was convinced. I can still explain it in a certain way that people could be like, oh, well, I'm not convinced. I don't believe it. But I understand what you're saying. I understand what you believe. But they don't. So I'll just take the L and be like, God's right. Um, anyway, whoo, that was the point. Bro, can you just remove that dude from the room? He's just harassing everybody. He's literally exploding in the chat. Is that the... <laughs> well, pieces be upon you. It's too bad we could have had a good conversation. Hey, serendipity. I want to know when Serendipity joined the cast of the uh, um, the Partridge Family. <laughs> right? Does she not look like somebody who's from the seventies from the Partridge Family in that picture? It's like great. It, it, it does have that like that seventies show like feel or throwback. Right? You know, with the the really overactive hair light. I don't know. I don't know. I mean. If I had to pick serendipity out of a lineup, I don't think I, I think I've maybe seen a couple pictures of her. So not real sure. Edwin, what's up, Edwin? Welcome back. Hey, Nate. I'm just still working. No problem. Bro, that guy was like, Chris Rod doesn't even know the tag and he uses it all the time. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, I don't think I've ever run the tag on anybody. So, okay. Hey, Chris, what time is it? Should I say it's like 420? Is that like what you're going for? What's your rationale behind that? What's your inference? Is that a rational belief? Chris, tell me what you mean. Answer the question. What time is it, Chris? Banana. Oh, that, that's just, ah. I don't know why, man. Like, I usually do a better job than that. Either I'm, I'm rubbing off or you're rubbing off on me or something. Like, it's just so dumb. Like, I literally said, this is what I believe. And then it's like, what's your philosophical inference for that? 
You don't need one. I just told you. Hey, Walter, I think you broke Piper this morning. <laughs> I, I don't know a Piper. I broke I Piper, you think? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you broke him. <laughs> Dude was just like sputtering and just like, but, 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 I, uh, he was growling. I mean, he was literally growling. <laughs> hey, you better not come at me like that, man. <laughs> You're defeating him like Kirk in the Enterprise computer. Like, you know, the Enterprise computer gets sentience and is going to like run everybody into a sun. And Kirk has got like three minutes to like make the computer melt down, and that was kind of what Walter did to to uh, Piper today. It's pretty funny. Oh, but I mean, I'm trying to show him like how 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 it's been spreading, and he's like, "Well, only ten people knew." I said, "Yeah, okay." And from ten, it goes to the next, and to the next. How's that possible? Like, what? Really? Seriously? Come on. You can tell he was starting to troll me, like, at one point. He was, like, playing stupid. At that point, it's, like, it's ridiculous. Hey, Starry Night, Brandon. That's peaceful. Hello, you still, yeah. You still have both ears? Yeah, how's my audio? Uh, we can live with it. It's a little buzzy, but... Yeah, what's up? Eh, it's just the the room name we've got answers. Uh, my question is, which belief system is the right one? Is there a God or not? Uh, repent and believe the gospel. Uh, ask Jesus to save you and forgive you and give you eternal life. That is the right belief. So that is the right belief. That's the right way to live. What? What? I said that's the right way to live. Sure. Everything else sure. will come from Everything that belief. Else will come from that belief. Hmm. Okay. Uh, that was easy, right? That was easy, right? Another question that I'd ask is, how do you know that? God Himself. God Himself will live with you and lead you into you understanding of this. You will have spiritual discernment, and it will be as if scales from the eyes of Saul fell from your eyes, and you become Paul. And you become Paul. It's like the voice of God. It's like the voice of God. We're getting an echo from the brain, and that's why we're saying that. That's why we're saying that. Brandon, an echo when I talk. No, no. When we talk no, no. and you when don't mute, talk, we can hear everything we say. We can hear everything we say. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I can mute after I say what I say. Sure. There you go. Are you are you just Jordan with like a voice changer? Am I what? Never mind. He thought you may be another guy. Uh, yeah, what's up? Did that uh, answer your hmm. question? Okay, I mean, it, and that's objective, objectively the right way to live for. I think so. Everyone's going to be objective and how Yeah, everybody else is wrong if they're not doing that. Yes. 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 
was like four yeses. I love hearing my voice on Echo. This is actually pretty good. Dang it. Brandon, open your mic. It's like really exciting when I can hear myself twice. Everybody says I love to hear myself talk and imagine if I can hear myself twice. Because you're driven by ego. And that's pride, isn't it? Pride and ego are pretty much the same thing. Yeah. If he was serious, that'd be a problem, but I I believe he's just pointing. It sounds like he's joking. Yeah. I didn't say he wasn't. I've been known to joke before. (laughs) I've been known to joke before. You do have some pretty good zingers. You do have some pretty good zingers. Yeah. Gags, as they say. Do you guys know any Partridge Family songs? songs? Uh, That was before my time. Uh, That was before my time. Let's see if you know about Awanas. About what? About what? Awanas. Who knows about Awanas in here? Awana, the Bible program? Bible program? Yeah, it's the church program. They play games. Yeah, okay. Yeah, my uh, kids went to it for a while. Kids went to it for a while. I went to it when I was a kid. I still have the short from it too. Hey, Nosa. Good morning, or good morning. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. Um, uh, quick question, quick question. I didn't want to come up, but I was just, uh, something just came across my mind. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you think, like, what do you, uh, feel concerning, uh, or do you feel that, um, God calls everyone that believes in him? Do you feel that? Like um like Mary calls them like he uh he makes that possible. Obviously, I believe in the grace of God, and the grace of God is abundant, and we tap into the grace of God, and we uh receive faith as a gift. That's what I believe, and anyone can receive faith as a gift. But do you believe that the people who would receive faith as a gift, like because I think it was something it's related to what you were mentioning before that you understand when. People who don't believe in God, do you understand what they're going through? So you said you were, I, I, I don't know, I don't want to misquote you. It's like you were there, so you understand what they meant. So do you believe that God purposely like picked you the way he picked Paul, uh, turning Saul into Paul? And that's what he's doing for everyone who believes him, including me. Yeah. Uh, picked them for like salvation or picked them like for yes, yeah. uh, purpose? Um, so I'll say it's to believe in Christ. Yeah. So I don't now know because you have after you believe in Christ, you have to actually work out your <laughs> work out your your salvation. Yeah. Until the day you you pass away. Yeah. But uh, to believe in Christ, to actually believe that there's a God, to have that belief that there's a, there's a deity, not like an atheist. Do you think God is the one behind that, or is just a uh, random? I'm just going to say yes. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, the reason why I was asking is just me thinking in my mind, like uh, there's some self-Christians that believe in uh, some sort of predetermination or predestination rather. Yeah, so um, it, it's difficult. To, like, for example, preaching, uh, when I go around and talk to people and talk to them about God and the rest, I ask myself sometimes, like, okay, why am I needed to do that if probably God is already going to touch the person or, or? Well, I think if he, if he, well, well, I I think that's two different issues. Even if someone is, whether or not they're predestined or God picks them or, you know, they, they pick themselves, like that's a different issue because even if God like totally picks someone, um, a rock's not going to fall out of the sky and hit them and they'll be like, Oh, Jesus. Like, it's going to happen through the biblically prescribed method, which will be, you know, even if God totally picks someone, it's going to be realized when, you know, one day they wander into a church and there's a pastor there, or one day there's a street preacher, or one day they find a Bible. Um, so, I mean, it, it's going to happen because, you know, they, the Bible says, how will they know unless they hear? So, you know, even if God's like, yes, I pick you. Well, the time, you know, it, it's going to happen through one of the biblical ways that people hear about God. So that's going to be missionary. That's going to be, you know, somebody else that's around them, tell them or share the Bible with them. Mm, yeah, I, I guess you. I guess I guess that's so. It's just something that was just bothering my mind, and yeah, that's why I just came up to talk about it. Yeah. But anyway, no worries. Sure. Good afternoon, Steph. Unless you have lockjaw and can't speak. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Oh yeah, Nate. Um, the the I was in another room yesterday, and I I think I, I got confused to be honest. The wasn't me. Was, <laughs> oh really? The name of the room was uh, "Ask a Christian." We've got answers, and. I was hearing you. I swear, I, I heard your voice, and I think I, I think at the end of the day, I found out that I think there was a recording that they were. I think they were playing a recording of this room. Oh yeah, Nate, I have bad news about that. <laughs> what? Oh yes, true, Steph, you were there. I because I know I, I remember there was a very hot discussion regarding uh, stuff. Yeah. So kind what of happened? Stuff. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> I, I was there for like five minutes, but I bowed out. The atheist yesterday went on a thing about you. I'm driving and I shouldn't be. Uh, they went on a thing yesterday about you saying that you wanted to leave your church because women were talking in it. And I was like, no, he doesn't approve of women preachers. But then they had a recording of you being like, women are starting to give sermons and I'm leaving. <laughs> so they're all coming for you now. Okay. <laughs> I mean... Did they not hear me say, if a woman is a pastor in your church, then your church's lampstand is removed and you've been turned over to Satan? Yeah, and I'm like, dude, that's pretty heavy. <laughs> and they're going after Nate? It's pretty sweet. <laughs> I mean, gee, what are they going to say? Be like, oh, no, I'm sexist. Well, you know, call me like, you know, every istinism you can. I mean, you know, go for it. Am, am I am I racist somehow because of that? I I don't I have a problem with women pastors or you know am I um, oh. am I Islamophobic because I have a problem with women yes. pastors? I don't know. Yes, I can like, build yeah, cases all for all of those. I can build you syllogisms oh, yeah. to show how you are a racist, a lot Islamophobe, because you do not want Steph to be your pastor. And like a you know just transphobe, like every every phobe. I mean, 
these words it's like the lord of the rings right like how that uh, like theoden king like uh saruman's like uh witch wizard guy his man witch has uh you know possessed him and is doing the spell and he's like you have no power here <laughs> it's like uh you know people have used these like words like oh you're sexist you're misogynist i'm like we're talking about two dudes how is that sexist I'm a dude, and we're talking about two other dudes that are having issues with other dudes. It's like, there is no other sex here. It's like, you're sexist, you're sexist. Like, am I misogynist too? Because no women are involved in this conversation? Um, yes, Bro. is the answer. Yes, yes, is the I answer. I think I want, I may want to make manwiches for uh, <laughs> dinner tonight. What do you think, Steph? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sloppy Joes for everybody? Sloppy Joes all around? And I mean, that's wrong. I know that's wrong because I said I was like, I was having an issue and I was considering it. Like, <laughs> I never said I was leaving the church anyway, but it doesn't matter. So you're here or there. I, I straight up um, told our pastor yeah, one I, time, I, I was like, I'm just letting you guys know if a woman ever walks across the stage and takes the pulpit and starts preaching, like, <laughs> we, are, we will literally get up in the middle of the service and leave. But if she gives announcements, that's fine. I mean, if she's telling us about like, hey, there's, you know, a barbecue after church today like i don't care about that but like you know but if she says that there's barbecue after church and you better be there because i'm commanding you i mean you know i'd probably be like all right whatever you got some kind of weird complex lady but like you know i you know i'd be like but if she was like now open the book of second thessalonians we're going to talk about barbecue then i'd be like oh <laughs> Yeah, I, I never do that. But I had like, I, I was just like, I, I, I had a little extra time. I sat down, I turned on the TV. I'm like, I'm going to catch up on some series I've been watching. And uh, I'm like, you know, let me just see if anyone's on Clubhouse. And sure enough, you know, my, my, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I have never said a word to Tom in my life. I don't think. Um, but yeah, I see like he started a room and it's like, ask a Christian. We've got answers. I'm like, oh, they're talking about me. Sweet. Um, so I listened for a little bit, except by that time, I think they said Tom, like, passed out because he was like drunk or high or i don't know i could be mistaken i thought i heard somebody say that so um anyways that's what i think i heard third hand um anyways maybe it's not true maybe he was off you know um being a good secular humanist doing something good handing out fruit baskets to people um he fell asleep i didn't hear anything about substances okay anyways so uh maybe i'm just assuming that in my own mind because uh you know ethics and morality anyway so like the other people it was like the most like lowbrow knuckle dragging I told this earlier to Sean, like caveman conversation. It's just like, look, man, people may want to say atheists have some elevated morality from Christians. And again, I don't mean all atheists. Certainly, you know, Chris seems like a good guy. I don't even know if he's atheist or agnostic. Uh, other Chris, um, you know, Michael seems like a pretty decent guy. Um, so I, I, the atheists I'm talking about are the atheists who this is. So but when you go to these conversations and there's no Christians they're waging war against, it's just like. You know, I get they don't believe in sin and they don't think cussing's a sin or anything like that. But goodness, if you don't think it's a sin, that doesn't mean every other sentence has to be laden, like laden with it. Um, it's just like, oh, F, F, F. Like they use it as like a, a sigh. It's just like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Like F this, F that, F me, F you. Ah. And there's like talking about like explicit sexual things. I'm just like, what the heck? If, if you want to like put a foot forward and talk about how elevated you are, um, if anything, this is like evidence for it's like de-evolution as a race and you know repent believe the gospel i don't know what else to say it's just like the most straight to the gutter conversation it's like a race to the bottom and it, it's happened like three times like i have wandered into like different rooms just to kind of test the waters like three times in two days Every, and it was like that too like 10 years ago nothing has changed 
in like Google Plus days, whenever I would occasionally wander in another room, that's what it is. If they're not fighting about God with Christians, they're just like talking about the most vapid, disgusting, vile things. And I'm no saint. I get it. And, you know, Christians, I, I guess, probably have our bad people somewhere out there. Um, but good Lord, you're not putting a good foot forward, uh, you know, as an elevated morality claim as a good moral atheist without the belief in a God or God. Sure, some are. Like, Chris seems decent. Michael seems decent. But, oh, goodness. Yes, Steph? Uh, it was good for a while before that. <laughs> there was, there, like, was I on stage when you were in there? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. There was a while where I left, so I don't know what happened. But, yeah, there was, like, some people in here were there. I saw Bobby down there was there. I think Jamesy and Brad were there for a while. Like, it was an, it was an interesting conversation, but it did devolve eventually. So that's what the whole brouhaha was? Nate talked about women pastors? I thought it was going to be Chris talking about, like, you know, no. burning the Quran or something. They had a <laughs> you, and then they asked me to defend you. But really, it was an attack on John Lee, as usual. So I think that you occupied maybe 10 minutes of the conversation. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Well, there you go, Nate. I don't know. Why are you opening a room in the afternoon? This is, like, flipping me out, man. Because I was running errands today and stuff like that, and you know I had a doctor appointment, and and then uh, I got home and I'm like, someone wanted me to do some work for him, so I'm I'm doing some just tedious brain sucking web web stuff. So I I thought you know what, I'm either gonna listen to music or watch a podcast or something. So yeah, I may as well talk to you guys. <laughs> Nate, how did your appointment go? Are you dying or are we good? Uh. Yeah, I guess I'm good. He's like, oh, you know, this takes months to clear up. and three more months, you'll probably be fine. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, these things happen. I'm like, wonderful. He's like, oh, well, here, here's some breathing treatment. Breathe the stuff in. I'm like, I don't know if this helped. So apparently, if I just give it, like, you know, till the end of time, like sometime before the rapture happens, um, maybe I'll be back to normal. I think it's going to follow you into your glorified state. <laughs> Thank you for your concern, Mother Steph. Yeah, just like Steph will still be Steph in her glorified state. <laughs> and somehow she's going to have to find a way to get along with Phil. Oh, Steph, did you see... Oh, goodness. Did, did you get a chance to see the, the raptured fetuses by any chance? Hey, what's happening? I can't hear you, Marcus. You're chopping out real bad. Sounds like you're being eaten by a werewolf. Can't hear, can't hear you at all. Are you being eaten by a werewolf? That might have something to do with it. Uh, yeah, sorry, Marcus. <laughs> Let us know if you get in a better place. Uh, but Steph, did you do you have a chance to see the raptured fetus pictures? The... I'm sorry. No? This is my back channel. I'm sorry. Someone just sent me something. What? The rapture. Raptured fetuses. What? Raptured fetuses. No, I have not. Wow. Go to Discord. Like today, maybe that's why I'm in a grumpy mood today. Chris, stand by. I'm sending you a text. Oh my gosh. Um, I, I just woke up and saw that um that Flaney Grant, uh, uh drag queen singer. Oh, it has so like the bad. number one album in Christian music on iTunes. So um, you know, it, it's Makes about like this like sense. curmudgeon, like this curmudgeon like grumpy pastor you know like biblically accurate saying you know jesus is the way to heaven that type of pastor but they're portraying him as like this guy with red face spittle coming out of his mouth like beating the bible yelling screaming um you know so saying jesus is the way if you if you disagree then you know 
we simply disagree and I think you're wrong, but that's portrayed as like this hateful bigot. Anyways, this like group of like very obese dudes in drag bust open the doors and colors appear. It's like Smallville, like everything's colorful and vibrant. And they're talking, they're singing about like how they were a little church boy and you know, they're, they're trying, their mom was trying to indoctrinate them in church, but they were thinking about Barbie dolls and wigs. I'm like, wow, straight to the gutter again. Um, anyways, so apparently that album is number one in Christian music. So, you know, that's awesome. And then I saw the thing I'm about to send you, Chris. I would love your take on it. It is AI-generated uh, raptured fetuses. So, I mean, the, the first caption is hilarious. Uh, hang on, let me just read the caption for everyone. It says, uh, fetus rapture, just because you're staying behind doesn't mean the little one has to. They're, they're without sin, gonna gonna rip right out of your tummy, and you can just see the um, pictures I sent you, Chris. Oh, so wait, so this is saying that like the fetuses will not be like naturally like just translated in the blink of an eye and just disappear; that they're gonna actually rip through their mother's wombs, killing the mother. Sweet. That's reading into it a little. Uh, more deeply, but if you look at the images, I, I think that AI generated this it is the uh, big takeaway. Like it, I mean, it's really good clarity. <laughs> I, I wish I could. I wish I could have a link to to post so everyone could see that. But it's it's just images. I found it on Facebook. Hey Rev, what's up? Not much. How's it going in here? <laughs> oh, it's a certain kind of show. What's on your mind today? I'm still reeling from when I heard uh, Christian last night saying that the Kim, King James Bible, or King James Version of the Bible, rather, is the only correct Bible. And he even said that it is above the uh, original Greek manuscripts of the Gospels. So that was pretty mind-blowing. Hmm. What? Which moron said this? That was you said that, Chris. Don't you remember? <laughs> <laughs> we should just do a whole day where everybody just gaslights me. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, comment on the um, the uh, Discord. Fetus Bro, the rapture. fetus rapture is so disturbing. I'm I can't. Do you see those yet? Yeah. Oh, I saw them. Thank you. You too. Sorry, I'm driving. <laughs> Were you ah, shopping? She's talking to a client. She's like. She's like. <laughs> oh, and that'll be uh, you know twenty one fifty fetus rapture, <laughs> ripping them right out. I got the last. Can you give me some fries, please. You guys, that's a good day for me. You can't bring me down. Oh, Steph, come on, I can break you down. <laughs> if anybody can do it. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta get out of this parking lot before I can start exchanging blows. She's like trying to get her Big Mac. They're like, "Thank you, have a nice a fetus rapture." Yeah, that's fetus pretty, rapture. That's happened, yeah. Bro, like that could be like. Do you still get your uh? Do you still get your like cheesy cheesy bacon fr baconator fries from Wendy's, or is that only a? Yeah, I don't thing? want them anymore. Uh, I got a Whopper today though, uh, Whopper Junior. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. Uh, Nate, like the whole fetus rapture thing, sounds like a good Christian heavy metal song. <laughs> like you get like some kind of death metal, like Christian death metal band together, and it's like oh, fetus like rapture right out of your stomach. Like the death metal, the Christian metal band you uh, you sent me 
what was it called? Yeah, Vengeance Rising. The, the rock opera. Oh, no, that's Savior Machine. <sighs> Savior Machine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Steph, did you ever listen to that or no? Not yet. Oh, man. Do you have a long drive? No. Oh, boy. Ah. <laughs> uh, gonna say if you got a long drive back to whatever hippie hellhole you're going home to um <laughs> you should totally listen to that album you drive. know i would but instead i'm stuck in this clubhouse hellhole so you know yeah. it's either is it time to shave the angora bunnies and make bespoke yarn <laughs> again i already did for the season so we're done with that I swear, just one more thing, and you will be P. Kipster. It's just, it's it's going to happen. No, I already am. Come on. Yeah, glasses. That's going to be oh, the last thing. Oh, yeah. Glasses. She's going to roll in here with her Evanescence picture, but with glasses. <laughs> and we're going to be like, Her beanie's oh, going to be all Steph. sideways and tilted with her thick rim glasses. Probably yellow, I think. Yeah, um, totally. And like some kind of mismatched the like, transformation will be complete. Yeah, some kind of mismatched thrift store outfit. <laughs> That's what I'm wearing. Oh. Dude, I dude, my wife is so past the hipster thing now, and I'm just very grateful. What a fun day. My my wife had to like change her mode of dress because working at the university like about 10 years ago every hipster lesbian would totally roll up on her like all the time and she's like am i giving off hipster lesbian vibes and i'm like no oh and she's like i don't know that's hilarious that's the true dichotomy if you're dressed in that sort of way you're either a hipster lesbian or you're like some 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 position working for the church. Yeah. <laughs> what did Steph say? Says can confirm, except she doesn't have a position in the church. So um <laughs> Did you get rolled up on by hipster lesbians Constantly. all the time too? Constantly. <laughs> what what was their pickup line? What was like the first thing they said to you? Like, hey, oh, how's it going? Or hey, can you show me where this building is or Hey, I hate babies. Let's have abortions together. Yeah, no, that one. Uh, no, a lot of the time it was like, do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> Which, like, I don't feel like girls normally ask each other. Did like, you say Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, dude, this would, yeah, like, what, I think what needs to happen is Steph needs to bring the fam down for vacay. And then spend a day at my wife's work at UCF with her, and they can just like go to their college vibe, and just hilarity ensues. Ask how many people tell them what a cool couple, like cute couple they 100%. are. Hundred percent. See, see, Steph, this is, I know these things because, like, you're, my wife and you are very similar. I know, but you guys are, like, my parents. <laughs> <laughs> how does that feel, Chris? How does it, how now does it feel? How? So good. Just saying. You know, I have always got along with people about, like, ten, about eight, ten years older than me. 
like one of my good friends now is about eight years older than me. And, you know, Chris, you're, you're like almost a decade older than me. I don't know. I, I guess I have an old soul. He's so old. Right, speaking yep. of old, I'm going to the adult daycare to pick up my father-in-law. I thought you were going to say you have to go to the bathroom for like the 15th time today. Nate, can you hear me now? Hey, yeah. yeah. Doesn't sound like you're being eaten by Nate. a werewolf. What? <laughs> or atheist. Just kidding, atheist. Uh, what, Marcus? Uh, <laughs> and he got a call. He got a call. Ah. You have uh, the nighttime call service over Are you talking to me? No, no. Nate, what's going on with you? Were you saying something? <laughs> Would you like to say something? Yeah, I was asking what's going on with your health. Huh? With your health. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Oh, I feel fine. Says, Except I've just uh, yeah, I've had to like... You've been diagnosed <laughs> Uh, no, I've been diagnosed with just wait longer. It'll get better, I think. <laughs> no, ever since I got sick like six months ago, I've had this cough that will not go away. Other than that, perfectly fine. Uh, but yeah, I, I sound like I'm like dying. Except, have you noticed it's on the it's in the morning? Like I haven't been I've been like hacking up my my guts today, right? Or am I just so used to it now I don't notice? Like I don't think I've been like having the mutant cough. So maybe this afternoon thing there's something to it. Except I can't always do that. And I had a joke in there somewhere. Hey, Mila, welcome. Do you have anything to say? Jump on stage or type in chat? I, I mean, we're on a roll. And then it just, it just got silent. I think I killed it with the hips or lesbian vibes. <laughs> Now I'm coughing. <clears throat> Pardon me. I don't know. Some something about Jesus or. Well, before we get to that, I want to tell you, Chris, that I did get my tetanus shot, and I legit feel like my arm is gonna fall off. And I don't know if it's because I'm old now that like shots hurt. I do not remember it hurting this bad as a kid. My arm hurts. So bad, and it's all yeah. your fault. It's getting old. Oh. Yeah, well, in the in the in the alternate future timeline where you got tetanus and died, and everyone was mourning you, and you left behind a husband and children, <laughs> you know, I'm okay, not a hero, I guess. Okay, but my arm hurts, Chris. Small price to pay to not like leave your family in the lurch. But it hurts right now, and that would be later. It's true. What's up, Brad? <laughs> oh, not a lot, not a lot. I was enjoying the conversation. And then when when Steph did that burn on Chris about being the parents' age, I about lost it. It is true. I think her parents are only like 10 years older than me. You know, 
He did have to insult my rabbits like eight times before it got to that point. It's true. I was I was <laughs> ramping it up. She said I couldn't ruin her day, and I've been working on it. <laughs> and then and then I think Nate said something about Smallville, which if you will check my PTR, I have told Steph that she looks like the the girl that played Lois Lane on Smallville. Who is she? I am quite flattered by it. her. Oh, is that Steph? Yeah, that's Steph with the actress that plays Lois Lane on Smallville. All right, wait. I, I got questions. How do you have? I got answers. <laughs> one time, one time she 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 uh, she sent me a message on Facebook and she sent me that picture of making the face because she was dealing with a really like a renter, I guess, there in, in New York, and she was giving me the 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 story of it and she made that face. So I took that picture and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna see if I can find a. Because I told her before that, I was like, hey, I was watching Smallville and you remind me of Lois Lane. And she's like, I don't look anything like her. So I was like, oh, well, I got to find it. So I found it and there we go. Yeah, Steph, you, that picture makes you look like every generic white lady at my church. It's awesome. Photoshop <laughs> <laughs> something. Photoshop some yellow glasses and a beanie on her. There you go. The only way I'd ever be able to tell Steph from other randos at church would be the acerbic comment on her tongue at all times. Wait, did I just hear Chad laughing in the background? Because that would be No, scary. that was Brad. And if Chad was here and he laughed at that, I'd give him a smack. <laughs> You know, honestly, whopper in Binghamton today. So, like I said, he's gonna bring me down. You can always try. Hmm. Wasn't Smallville like? where all those actors got into like the weird sex cult. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard something about that. <clears throat> yep. It was like Kristen one chick. Now you're in the matrix. Can you mute me? The sun's on my phone. I can't see if I'm muted or not. You are not muted. Right. Mute me, please. Uh, okay, you're thusly muted. I just muted half our conversations. <laughs> okay, so the actors of Smallville did what? Yeah, it sounds like Brad knows more than I do. Like, I, I just heard something like the actor, like, recently, right? Like, it was, there's some part of, like, Hollywood cult they were in. Yeah. Like, one of the actresses was, like, Gosh, what was it, Brad? I just heard about this. I, I can't remember. Yeah, like like two or three years ago, the 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 actress that played Chloe Sullivan was involved in a sex cult, and she was trying to recruit all the 
actors and actresses when they were on Smallville, and which half of them didn't didn't get involved, and she got busted because they found out that it was a trafficking ring, and uh, she just recently got released from prison. Oh, yep. Oh, sweet! I'll bet there's some good acting roles available for her. Oh my god! I don't know. Okay. I don't know how we can have this conversation in like a godly manner, but did anyone see the headline about Lizzo this morning? Yep. Like apparently she she did a she did a guest appearance on the Mandalorian on Star Wars knockoff, which was the lowest rated episode in the entire series. For the, I mean, by the way, anyway, apparently she was such a monster on set. Um, goodness, Brad, I I don't even know how to say this. Um, she, she's being sued by the producer and a bunch of people on the cast of that show. Because she was trying to force crew members and, and the actors to, some of them, to put a banana where a female would have thing that, a part that a banana may go to. She was trying, she was, she was trying to force female actors and production crew to put a banana there while forcing other actors, including the producer, to get on their hands and knees and with their mouth eat the banana, banana out of that place. And the producer apparently refused three times, and she forced her into such an uncomfortable confrontation that she apparently ran away, and now everyone is suing Lizzo. And um, some people are saying they're body shaming and they're phobic uh, because of you know the way Lizzo looks, not because of what she actually did. So there you go, guys. Find a way to, find a way, find a way to bring Jesus into that conversation, except they're all Satan and need Jesus. Did you see the freaking Babylon Bee? Yes, that's it? where I was going. <laughs> no. What? What is it? Someone post the link. What's the Babylon Bee say about it? Yeah. Did you understand the Babylon Bee? Like, did you know the story when you saw the headline? No, but now that I know the story, it's a thousand times funnier. Oh, someone post the link to the Babylon Bee. Or describe it, at least. I don't even know who Lizzo is, honestly. Um, a very obese, uh, like 20-something, incredibly obese singer um, and apparently failed actor. And, and she's popular because she is, like, flaunting her um, unhealthy lifestyle. Um, and, and and people are being attacked if they say anything bad about her. Because, like, it's body positivity. It's affirmation. Um, so, so basically, she would rather people say she's doing great, go queen, and die from obesity than uh, people be like, look, we love you. We care about you. You need to, you know, get, get healthier. Apparently that's bad. And that's body shaming. So that, that's why she's right. Known. What they should do is be like, Hey, you need to like work out in the gym and lose some weight. And quit being so stupid. <laughs> so the Babylon B headline was something like, Lizzo being sued by multiple producers, cast, and crew for trying to... I'm going to mess it up. For trying to eat co-workers. <laughs> was like... People are... What was it? Oh my gosh. It was like, her co-workers are terrified of working with such an enormous, enormous, enormous <laughs> star. They just like leaned right into it. No mercy. No regret. Oh, that's great.
Hello, Fumix. Hey guys, you, you opened doing? the you opened the, a, a room late today, didn't you? I did, and I, I think I'm about done. I think I'm done with this work, and <laughs> one, I have one more thing to do, and then I got to go. But yeah, what's up until then? How you doing, Felix? I'm all right. Got off work. I'm over here at Target. Well, I'm just listening. Ah, why are you shopping in Satan's clothing store? Because my wife don't want me to go to Walmart because the Walmart here is so ghetto and so full of people. I can't is even she get holding out. A, is she holding authority over a man? You, you tell her you're going, to, you're going to God's store. Get out of Walmart. Get out of Target. No, bro. I'm telling you, man. Walmart is, Walmart is, this Walmart particular one is the Antichrist, bro. Oh. And what? Your Antichrist target is slightly less Antichrist? I guess. Wait, are we mad at Target because of the transgender clothing thing? Uh, the transgender uh, transgender Satan we're thing. We're supposed to be boycotting <laughs> it. What man. was that? What? What? Are you kidding? Okay. Under no, a rock lady. Sorry. No, the, the, the bigger have, backlash. <laughs> they had huh? children's clothing, right? They had like the trans kids clothing where they were like tucking little boy things in like size 3t outfits right yeah they've got that's it all that's... yeah okay. uh -huh. but but that's not the thing it's like an unholy trifecta so they, they got the the boys tucking pouches for you know to, to tuck their lady penis or whatever i think that's the correct term so they have that so that's that's one strike they, they have just it, the complaint was i mean probably not every target but the ones that got the complaints were just littered everywhere with like you know trans pride like it, and it was like a color overload oh, um yeah. right by the front door so like you you had to walk through this like gauntlet of pride um so that was another complaint but then the one that really did it was when they came out like pro satan so like they integrated in their pride month it would it would be like pride month and where uh if you take pride month they they had like a, a demon an actual like cartoon demon and they highlighted out of pride month it spells demon like right in the middle so they highlighted demon and had like, you know, a, a devil holding a pitchfork and they basically like, I love Satan. So like they went from like pride what? to trans tucking pouches to pride slash trans slash I love Satan pro Satan uh, demon clothing. So anyways, that is the full scope of the backlash against Target. Uh, pardon me while I go into mourning. I love well, Target. Like about this. Do you also love Satan? Yep. No, yep. so now I have to decide how much I can't do. I just, I just love Target. You can say you, you can justify it and say this is the Lord using evil for good. What was meant for evil is now good, and go buy like a demon sweater and and then just like put a cross over the demon or something. And yeah. Like, See, God's using it for good. Or I could just be like, I'm here as a missionary. You know? <laughs> if you record it. I'm just here to buy some cheese. <laughs> cheese. cheese blessed by Satan. Oh wait, John, you don't know what the Babylon B is, buddy. Get your computer out. <laughs> go, go, <laughs> go Google it and uh, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. I can't hear you guys talking about it all the time. What? It's a Christian. It's like the Christian version of the Onion, except man. It has Man. been like the quality over the past few years has gotten so much better. <laughs> like they are so funny. Send, send, send me a link or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll tag you in it on Facebook. It's basically now, like 
made style of humor as a fair warning. Like nothing is off limits <laughs> there. They're they're crazy. I'm not, I'm not scared of it. I'm, a, I'm not scared of them <laughs> that. I'm in Philadelphia. Like you could are you the head editor for the B or what? <laughs> I can't take credit for such amazing work like those people. I did see it. I, I, you know, I think as the head editor, is his, is his name Nathan? I think it may be Nathan or one of them or something, or the now CEO. You're just trying to throw I don't know. Off your trail. I'm on to you, Nate. <laughs> I tagged you and Felix in that, in that thing they was talking about. I put the link in the chat. All right, thanks. You liked that commentary, didn't you? The commentary uh, that I sent you? I, I did, dude. Uh, I actually saved it on my phone, and I'm fixing to probably go get a new phone this weekend, so I hope I don't lose it. But I, I did enjoy it. I, I, I think that guy did a very good job on it. it. has really good background on it, and I love how he tied the other scriptures in with it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good one. All right, I'm closing up shop. Go ahead. Who wants to say the last few things? Got a couple minutes for you guys to talk. What you got for us? Make it count. What was that? You, you made it count with a muffle? She's in the Matrix. Ah. Uh, wow, I've done a lot of work today. Good job, me. All right, the half, the half hour of silence in the Book of Revelation. I really like the nighttime Act of Christian. Ask a Christian PM episode. It was nice. I enjoyed it. Ask a Christian after dark. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> that just sounds wrong. <laughs> Still daylight here, just saying. I don't know. Was any good done here today? <laughs> I'll say sure. Yes, Nate. And I'm out. Woohoo! Oh, look, my child's down there sneaking in the dog bed. That's that's nice. Take care. Been there. <laughs> All right. See you guys later. Peace. Yeah. All right. Later. Bye bye. Have a good one.